Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Truth, Justice, on the podcast. Today is another solo episode with just me. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode I did with Erica and Evelyn last week. I know we had some audio technical difficulties at points. Turn this gain up, but uh, but I hope everybody's enjoying. Uh, they enjoyed their weekend. So, this past weekend, something really big happened, which was the DC Fandom event. Um, this is where, uh, instead of, you know, Comic-Con, uh, DC and Warner Brothers basically had a their own free digital event for fans to show up and watch uh, different panels about different things, from comics to the movies to the shows and other stuff. I'm going to be focusing on a specific key few things because I am a movie person. I don't watch any of the DC shows. I The only comic book I'm reading by D, that's a DC comic right now is Dark Knight's Death Metal. Um, so, <laughs> I really don't have much in the way of comics to be aware of. But, um, but some big news happened for anybody who really, like me, follows superhero movies um is that the Robert Pattinson Batman trailer came out dropped uh Sunday night Sunday night no it's Monday Saturday night I believe that was a really really big deal um and I'm going to sort of go over that and then I'll go over something else that happened that I was really really excited for but, um, yeah, the Batman trailer. We finally got a, a, a good new look at it. Uh, we got to see Robert Pattinson as Batman. We got to see just actual, like, footage of what the action is going to look like, what the tone is going to feel like. And let me tell you, I am very excited for this movie. There's... So, it seems like... They're following sort of in the footsteps of the whole Nolan Batman trilogy, right? The whole idea that this is like a more grounded look at Batman and Gotham City and stuff like that, which I really, really enjoy. The idea that if this movie is just going to be about Batman, that they're going to keep it more uh, in line with, you know, it more realistic. You know what I mean? Because there's no Superman, there's and no Wonder Woman, there's no like big cosmic threat that they really need to worry about. So the idea of keeping Batman sort of in small scale crime story deal, I I really really like that idea. Um, this this trailer <laughs> was really dark. Um, it all opened up with like this guy duct taping this guy's face and wrote the and wrote no more lies on it. I'm very fascinated to see exactly what all that is and who that villain is. So it seems like, because we know there's going to be a couple villains in this movie. We know that there's going to be Carmine Falcone. We know that there's going to be the Riddler. We know that the Penguin is going to be there. We know that Catwoman is going to be in this movie. But I, but we don't know who this, who this other person is doing this No More Lies stuff. So there is that. We have uh, 
Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon. He looks very cool as James Gordon. I like I like his mustache. I like his haircut. I like the glasses. He just lo- he looks like James Gordon. He looks like what I would assume James Gordon would look like. Besides, obviously, him being black, but that really has nothing to do with him being James Gordon. James Gordon really can be any color because being white isn't necessarily integral to the character of James Gordon. Uh, so, this is going to be something interesting. And we do get a good look at the suit, um, which I thought was cool. And this actually, it looked way better than it did in those pictures that we saw. Um, oh, sorry. It looks way better than those pictures that we saw. Um, the leaked set photos. I like this angular look. I like the idea that it's almost like a mix of old school vintage Batman feel with like a new hard edged uh, feeling to it at the same time. Uh, that 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 looks really good to me. And Robert Pattinson does look good in the cowl in the suit. He looks very intimidating, and I like it. I really really enjoy uh, how that looks. Um, I I'm very interested to see exactly how he plays Batman. Um, I also like the idea of like him painting his eyes black and stuff like that. And Evan, and we do get a screenshot of him just as Bruce Wayne and Robert Pattinson just... I mean, Robert Pattinson's a great actor, so it really doesn't surprise me that he's able to, like, pull off the whole... the darkness of a character like Bruce Wayne. I mean, he's played a lot of dark characters in previous films and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I think I think, I think think this is a good... I think this is a good look for him. I think, I think him being Batman is going to be something that... Um, that is going to be great for his career and him being like an even bigger name because he's he's chosen to do a lot of smaller projects that um that while are very good aren't really it's only really people who are you know film nerds um that are that are able to distinguish Robert Pattinson from the Twilight Robert Pattinson uh that that you know that popularized him so but I do really enjoy uh, the whole feeling of this Batman movie. It feels very gritty. It feels very dark. Um, it feels like this movie is going to be rated R. Now, I could be wrong about that. But this movie, when I watch it, right, when I watch the trailer and Matt Reeves' whole style is very interesting. This feels similar to what he pulled off with. I believe it was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which was the second Planet of the Apes movie, which blew me away when I saw it in the theaters. I couldn't believe what I was watching when I saw that movie. I couldn't believe just how insane it is. Um, but yeah, I think I think I think they've gone for a really dark feel. Uh, Gotham feels very gritty. It feels very awful and just poor and <laughs> like like it's really been let go, like it should look. But there is that scene in the trailer that sort of makes me feel like it's that gives me a little bit more rated R feels when he beats up that gang member um and he like smacks the crap out of him and snaps his arm and then throws him on the ground and then beats him twice and then he says I am vengeance and you're just like holy crap this is insanity so my predictions for this Batman movie I think it's going to be really hardcore. I hope it's rated R. 
only because I think I think that it's going to allow them to achieve a lot more if it's rated R. I think I think that it's very clear that this movie is aimed at adults from this trailer anyway. It feels a little bit like um this reminds me of Lee Bermejo um Batman art. It reminds me of Batman Damned in particular. Um the grittiness, the rain, the the red and gray lighting and stuff like that. That's what that's what this feels like to me. And at the same time it also feels like um if anybody's ever played the Batman Arkham games, the Arkham Knight, there's an Arkham Knight trailer um, that uh, that was like a letter from Bruce to a letter from Bruce's father to him um, as Bruce is like about to go into the city that's being ravaged by all the uh, villains as Batman. So let me tell you, man, I, I think this is going to be I, I my hopes are up for this movie. I really haven't even thought about this movie too much, like, in a while, uh, because it's just been sort of off the radar. But now that I've seen this trailer, I, I, have, I have a lot higher hopes for this movie than I had before. Not like my hopes were particularly low or anything like that, but I do think now that, uh, now that I've gotten to, be, to see what this movie is really going for, I'm, I'm very excited to see how they're going to pull this off. So yeah, so there was the Batman uh, trailer. Then there was the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer, which I'll briefly touch on. Uh, I've skipped like almost all the trailers since the first trailer. I just haven't seen any of the newer trailers. Um, I'm still excited for this movie. I liked the first Wonder Woman movie. That was a movie that I, I really, really enjoyed and appreciated. Um, I'm a Wonder Woman fan. Wonder Woman is probably my second favorite DC Comics hero. Um, Especially like in the writing that I've seen of in the comics lately when I when I was very much reading comics a year ago. She was just a character that I fell in love with. And that Wonder Woman movie made me fall in love with her. And the Batman vs. Superman movie made me fall in love with her. And I love Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I'm my here's my hope for the Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four film. And it is that the nineteen eighty four title will not be wasted. And by that, I mean that they have a lot that they can do with this new villain played by Pedro Pascal, who's developing, you know, this technology. And then with Kristen Wiig as um, uh, Cheetah, I think they can do a very compelling story about the nature of like a surveillance state and the idea of big tech sort of coming in and, and infiltrating everybody's lives and then exploiting them, essentially. And I think Wonder Woman is, like, a perfect character who, like, embodies the idea, the, the you know, the freedom spirit, I believe. I think she, even more than, say, somebody like Superman, embodies the, the spirit of freedom more than any character. And I would love, love, love to see her um, sort of take that on and for Patty Jenkins to sort of for this movie to sort of touch on that also there's nothing cooler in that trailer than Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman using her lasso of truth to swing from lightning bolt to lightning bolt that's just that's just amazing that's just amazing but yeah Wonder Woman 1984 I'm really excited to see they really haven't shown us so much 
of this movie, it really does still feel like a, a lot of it is mysterious, which I like. I like that I still really don't know what the heck is gonna go on in that movie. So I'm 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 very excited for that for that movie and to see what what essentially goes down involving that. We also got to look at the Suicide Squad movie. Um, there was a whole big sort of uh, special feature. Well, there was a big character rundown, right? Um, I'll, I'll pull up the list of the character names because it was a crazy cast, and I'm and I'm not exactly uh, <laughs> I don't exactly have all of the uh, characters memorized because it was it was just a lot. Um, But yeah, it's gonna, it's it's. I think the Suicide Squad movie also has a potential to be rated R. I think it would help this. I think I think this movie would maybe benefit from being rated R. Not gonna lie, <laughs> um, I'm actually. I would actually be really excited to see an R-rated version of the Suicide Squad movie. Um, I think I think I think it, I think it would fit into the whole idea of James Gunn's humor better and it would fit into the whole what he's going for. I mean, it's very clear that this movie is going for the original the idea of the original Suicide Squad comics, right? This sort of like Black Ops team that was kind of campy, almost like a dirty dozen type deal. And they even described the movie as a like a 1970s war gritty war film very clearly pointing at films like the dirty dozen so we have uh viola davis back as amanda waller we have joel kinnaman back as rick flag obviously we have michael rooker as uh savant savant i think that's what his name is then we've got flula borg as javine javelin javelin We've got Margot Robbie back as Harley Quinn, obviously, which I'm really excited for. I love her as Harley Quinn. We have, uh, what's his face? This polka dot man. David, David Das David Das Malkian. That's such a name. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have Rat, we have Daniela Melchior as Ratcatcher. Uh, Ratcatcher, Ratcatcher 2 apparently we've never even seen Ratcatcher one yet then we have idris elba as what's his name blood blood sport then we have uh king shark played by they skip over the name of the person who plays king shark that's uh <laughs> that's bad editing then we have uh then we have mongol who's gonna play by mei ling ng ng I'm sorry, I really don't know what you're... Huh? Then we have Peter Capaldi as Thinker. We have Alice Braga, who actually... I think I've seen her in some things that I've liked as... Solsoria. I hope I said that right. Then we've got Pete Davidson as Black... Black... Blackguard. Then we've got Nathan Fillion as TDK. Then we've got Sean Gunn as Weasel. That's going to be funny. <laughs> We've got Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang. I'm so happy he's back. We've got John Cena as peace Peacemaker, ironically. And yeah, so that's the cast of the Suicide Squad. And uh, they showed some action-y portions of the film. Um, 
in this sort of special feature video thing that they showed. Uh, I'm very excited after seeing that. It looks like the movie's going to be kind of crazy, um, which I like. I think that fits perfectly into Sean Gunn's whole... Out, out of what I saw, right, in the um, in that whole special feature teaser type thing, it makes sense to me that they are that Sean Gunn was hired um, to make that movie. It feels very much like something he would make, like Guardians of the Galaxy, but a lot more edge. Um, I like the idea that it's going to be a 70, a gritty 70s war picture with, Sean, with James Gunn's whole comedic, comedy and stuff like that. I really hope it's rated R. If it's not rated R, I'm pretty sure they'll do fine with it. They can be, you know, Sean Gunn isn't incapable of being edgy with PG-13. Um, and bringing that sort of humor, I mean, we saw it with Guardians of the Galaxy, although I think Guardians of the Galaxy, while Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy 2 are good, I think that Sean Gunn, with a lot more freedom and a lot less of the cleanliness of, say, the MCU, would be able to, I think, get a lot more uh, enjoyment out of, out of a movie like that and create something a lot more original which I think is something that that and that just has to do with my issue with the MCU overall which is that there's a lack of originality I think in a lot of those films because of the very strict adherence to like tone that they make them follow uh so but that's sort of just what it is and now the big thing the thing that I was the most excited for um with this whole DC fandom event which was, were we going to see anything of the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League? And we did, and it was glorious. So we got a trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League. And we there was a lot of things in it, so I'm just going to... I have the trailer playing for me right now, so I'll just go over it. We get to see Darkseid, which, which, which just... He looks menacing... And he feels like the comics in my mind. That's that's what Darkseid... I mean, I'm not a stickler for like, does it feel like the comics? Does it look like the comics? But, I mean, this does remind me of the comic book Darkseid. And even the Darkseid from the uh, Superman animated series. And I really like its design. I really like his design. I feel like it fits within the world of something of Zack Snyder's that I enjoy. Also, note... The trailer, which you guys all should watch, does use the 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 uh, the song "Hallelujah" by Leonard Cohen, which is such an amazing song. It gave me Watchmen vibes. I feel like that's part of the reason Zack Snyder used the song. Not only is just like "Hallelujah," my Justice League movie is here, but also the idea that he has used it in a film before, in arguably his best film that he made prior to this one. So we get to see Dark Side. There's a whole... They show us a little bit of Superman being killed at the end of BVS. Um, oh, and something else to note is that this whole trailer is in like 133 to 1, I think. 1.33 to 1. It's in like a square format, which I'm really appreciative of. Because Zack Snyder had shot that movie in IMAX 4.3. And... It was something that like, or 1.43 to 1, and it was something that like completely wasn't uh, honored in the Joss Whedon cut of Justice League. They, it was completely reframed to be like 16 by 9 or 1.85 by 1 
for anybody who's a stickler for, you know, cinema aspect ratios. And, uh, no, they, 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 he went full look. It's good. We're going to show the entire frame of what I shot. And I, I think it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful that they're presenting the film this way. We get to see a little bit of the Justice League headquarters destroyed with Darkseid invading, um, invading the this future world and it, we've got like aquaman's uh uh trident and then the parademons i'm very fascinated to see where how we get to that point in the movie we've got like a lot of this trailer though is sort of made up of footage that we've seen before a little bit it's more like extended versions of what we've seen in like previous trailers and stuff like that for Justice League back when the marketing was there for it. We get to see a little bit more of uh, um, Cyborg doing the football and stuff like that because apparently, you know, we all know his backstory was highly um, edited out um, in the Joss Whedon cut of Justice League. Uh, which is something that was unfortunate because that was something I was particularly really looking forward to was how they were going to mix was, you know, Z uh, Cyborg was a character that was played up very big by Zack Snyder in sort of how he was the heart of that film. And he was that heart of the movie was completely cut out uh, in that Joss Whedon cut. And now we're seeing that come back. And I'm excited to see that. That's something that I, I care about because I do like Ray Fisher's portrayal of, um, uh, uh, cyborg to the extent that it was shown in uh, the, the the Justice League film by Joss Whedon. So I'm, I'm very fascinated to see what that sort of comes out to. It looks very epic and it looks like it looks like it's set up. It almost it almost feels like euphoria, the show euphoria, but it looks like it's set up to be something that's going to be very deep and very emotional. We also get a, a, a clearer look at the black suit with Henry Cavill as black suit Superman, which I'm very excited for. Um, that was something that I was hoping that, you know, we would be able to see in the justice league film wasn't shown. Sadly, we also get to see Ezra Miller's flash abilities, um, in this clip that was actually leaked. If anybody remembers that there was a clip of, um, uh, Barry Allen saving Iris. I believe her name is Iris. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure, um, but the but the 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 character was supposed to be the love interest. I forget who plays her exactly. Um, for some reason, her name is escaping me. But I remember when that scene was leaked, and they showed that scene of him jumping out there and rescuing her and stuff like that. So it's nice that we're actually going to be able to see that in this movie as it is in the trailer. Um, there's Cyborg at a graveyard, which I'm assuming is either his mother or his father, more than likely his mother, I'm, I'm thinking. We get to see that, that same epic shot of Batman on that, like, skull, <laughs> demon gargoyle thing. There's more of, uh, Amy Adams and, uh, Diane, ah, oh, dang it. How am I gonna, Diane Keaton, right? No. Diane Keaton? Let me, Diane... No, not Diane Keaton. Why would I say such a stupid thing? Uh, oh my gosh. The woman who plays uh, Superman's mom. <laughs> Why did I say Diane Keaton? That's such, how could I make that mistake? I I deserve to... Diane Lane. Oh my gosh. 
We got Amy Adams and Diane Lane. There's more stuff with them. It seems like there's going to be a lot more Aquaman stuff in this movie, too. There's a whole scene with him and uh, Mira. There's the shot that was of Steppenwolf, I believe, in the original movie. Uh, but with Darkseid. And then there's this other character, which I'm not sure if this is... I, I'm assuming this is Steppenwolf. Um, but he's got, like, a hood on. And then he comes back. And then what is this? So then, what else do we got? We have this whole thing with his mother boxes. I feel like there's going to be a lot more explanation to that. And then we do get to see, there's this, there's this interesting scene, which I don't remember it being in the Justice League movie, but the death of Cyborg's father by this mother box thing. We do get this epic look at this like more frightening version of Steppenwolf in this movie. Then... There is this weird thing happening with Barry Allen. I believe it's Barry Allen. I actually don't. It's it's this weird scene. I can't really tell what it is. But it's a lot of flashing lights and this person looking around. And part of me thinks this has to do with the speed force. But I can't really tell what it is. It's just, it could be anything, honestly. Looking at it, could it could literally be anything. This could be just people, but... Zack Snyder did hint in his panel that we were going to see something with the, uh, we were going to see something that hadn't been exposed before with the Flash involving his Speed Force powers. So, I'm interested to see what that looks like. We're definitely going to see, obviously, more Ben Affleck Batman. I believe they do tease it a little bit, though, in this whole uh, trailer. There is a shot of the Flash where this thing is... It looks like a nuke went off in the background. And he's looking at, like, this desolated world around him. Um, what else do we have here? I'm skipping through the trailer so I can get to the parts. We do get to see them all together with Superman in the black suit and stuff like that, which I'm excited to see. There's, But the moral of the story is the Snyder Cut is here. It's happening this is something that people like me have been waiting for for a very, very long time. I, I'm I'm a fan of Zack Snyder. I know that he's a divisive director, and I know that for some people he's not uh, a director that they particularly enjoy, and I, that's fine. I think I think it's very clear that his filmmaking style is for a certain demographic of people. Um, but I do think one of the things I appreciate about him is that he is very much I feel like a a, a filmmaker specifically when it comes to superhero movies, of the authors of Alan Moore and Frank Miller, who are, you know, I love Watchmen, I love Frank Miller books I read. I've read almost the entirety of the catalog that involves the Frank Miller verse of Batman. Um, and I feel like Zack Snyder really embodies that particular vision. Um, but yeah, but other news with that, though, it's going to be released in four one-hour segments. Uh, on HBO Max, which I'm interested in seeing um, how that's going to work. He also did say that they were going to release it all together at the end of all of that as just a one whole full movie event, which I do enjoy that option because that was the option I really, really actually wanted to see was the four-hour cut as it was in a film form. That's something I actually you know, look forward to is watching just a full 
version of that that I can sit down for the four hours and just watch it all together without breaks or interruptions. Um, and then they said they were working on a plan for people who don't have HBO Max in their country because a lot, obviously there are a lot of Snyder fans who are international. And my question about that is, here's the thing about the Snyder Cut, is that I really, really, really think it would benefit them, Warner, to make this exclusive for maybe a little bit of time on HBO Max so people go see it, right? And they get the money revenue from HBO Max subscriptions. But then to do a Blu-ray release and maybe even a limited theatrical release for people. I think a lot of people would go see this movie, um, go out and buy this movie on Blu-ray for special features. I for sure know that I would, um, just to be able to own it, some sort of special edition of the Snyder Cut. I would definitely go buy it out on Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray, right? Or or even make it available on something like iTunes. Because I think that's just going to be a lot more revenue streams for them with this film. Because people will obviously sign up for HBO Max to watch it. But then if you have a later rollout plan for the rest of digital platforms and physical platforms i think that uh i think that they can make a lot more money out of that than just keeping it exclusive uh for people to just watch it on hbo max and i think it would do a service to the fans who have really made you know put the time and effort and 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 you know made ultimately made this happen i mean they're contributing all of that to these people so i think if you know specifically for the international markets um, that don't have HBO Max, I think it would just benefit to do a wide, worldwide Blu-ray release for the film. But that's just my two cents. Um, I'm really, really excited to see what the Snyder Cut brings us. I hope it's good. Um, obviously, none of us have seen the movie yet. It does look more promising than the Joss Whedon cut, um, which I think is you know, something that... There's something to be said about the amount of things that were left out of this movie and rewritten. So, and I think the vision is just so much grander in scope. And yes, it could work. It could completely fail and flop. But I guess that's what we're going to see in 2021. Hopefully early 2021. That's what I would really enjoy. If if we could see this in like February or January or something like that. Uh, do I think it's going to be in February, January? I think that's unlikely. I think we're looking more towards like March through May release, maybe even June. Um, but I would, I would, I would hope that it was earlier. Uh, I would, I would like for them to finish this movie earlier, but we shall see what happens. But thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I just wanted to spend some time, a little bit of time to talk to you guys about all this new DC fandom deal stuff, uh, because it's something I like and you know, I want to talk to you guys about things that I enjoy. (laughs) That's sort of the point of this podcast. Talk about things I enjoy. Talk about things I also do not enjoy (laughs) at all. Uh, hence the George Floyd thing, my bobs that we've been doing, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. And I hope to see you guys very soon with another podcast this week. See you guys next time. Peace. Everybody have fun. Everybody enjoy school starting up for everybody. So, you know, stay safe, stay careful. Don't rip your hair out. I have school today, actually on the day that you're hearing this. So. Pray for me. (laughs) All right, guys. Adios.